Hey friends, welcome to Recovering with Danny. I'm your host, Danielle Van Kay, and this podcast is all about eating disorder recovery, being a single 30-something, navigating the dating scene, and going through, you know, an existential crisis or two. My goal as an eating disorder recovery coach is to help you start living the life you have always dreamt of. Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to another episode. I hope you are all doing well. I am, believe it or not, recording an episode at 1130 at night. Why? I don't fucking know. I just felt really damn inspired right now. And I just had to set my ass down or sit my ass down and record this episode. Because something came across my desk once again. And you know what happens when something comes across my desk? I can't ignore it. So I will go in further detail. And there's no introduction needed because there's no personal updates needed. I also have a bit of a client stop currently up until the end of the year. So there's nothing much to update you on there. Yeah, that's pretty much it Um, for the people who want to start in January. As I've said before, you can sign up on my website for any program of choice. And, um, you know, I'll reach out to you in uh, January. Okay, so I was working with a client and this client had to midway stop with me. And she said basically to me, you know what, I really want to come come back to you, but I have to stop because I feel like I need to go impatient. And now this is also actually, so this, this pretty much happened with two clients in the span of, I would say, uh, four weeks. And when I start with someone, it's usually a case of, you know, it's, there's multiple factors going on. So BMI, all that, you know, I don't really necessarily work with BMI, but if someone is dangerously has dangerous, dangerously low weight clinically, I would say, you know what, I would advise you to maybe work on um, first a nutritional rehabilitation part and then come back to me. But sometimes when someone comes with like working with me, they just do so well just because they're actually not being seen by the clinics. And that's where I'm actually what I'm going to talk about today. Um, so once they start with me, they just eat in abundance. They eat according to their extreme hunger, extreme mental hunger, extreme physical hunger and whatnot. And they eat in abundance. That word is basically pretty much the word of this podcast episode. So this client said to me, you know what? I feel like I need to go into a clinic because my weight is kind of staying stagnant, even though, and, and all to be fair, this client in specific, had a harder time to do the work. So, and I could tell that as well. And I said, basically, after a couple of weeks, I said, listen, I wouldn't mind if you would go into a in, inpatient and then come back to me. So that's what she did. And I got a message today, and this is not a new, like, news flash. I get these kinds of messages way too often of, hey, Danny, so my weight is actually creeping up quite a lot. And they want to start minimizing, minimizing is, that's not the right word, but they want to, they want to um, have me eat less than the current meal plan. They want to 
pretty much take off things from the meal plan because they say I'm gaining weight too fast. I mean, she's like with eye roll emoji because she's no like she knows that oh god here we go again i kind of warned her for that we both know okay you're you're just there for gain, gaining weight and that's about it you're not there for the mental part you're not there for the rewiring part now this is something that is really really upsetting me that this still happens i mean i was when i was in recovery i was physically so hungry and mentally just fucking starving that I had to eat a shit ton of food in order to feel satiated. Like we're talking about thousands and thousands of calories. We're talking about packs of biscuits, pints of ice cream, just a lot of everything. And I know that these quote unquote professional services there that are out there and these quote unquote professionals. And yes, I'm doing quote unquote, because yes, I know they're technically professionals due to their background, you know, their, their studies, um, the way, I mean, let's say, let's even take a psychiatrist or a psychologist as a, as an example. The other day, one of my clients, she saw a psychiatrist who didn't even look at our file. And she just immediately assumed that my client was binging. And she said, I'm not binging. I'm not even feasting. I'm just eating a lot. It's, it's, it's now frowned upon to have a healthy, strong appetite. I mean, we, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm flustered as you can tell. That's why I was like, I'm going with God. I'm just recording this episode and we see where it goes. Maybe I'll delete this because as, as you can tell, I'm riled up, but this is, this upsets me so much. I want people to eat whole family sizes of some things. Like that's what it should be. It should be an abundance mindset as opposed to a dying mindset. How can a diet mindset still be present in a clinic? How can professional services still fill these people? It's because they're all entrenched in diet culture. It's just insane. It's really, guys, I am at my wits end. I am at my wits end. It's just so insane that people don't get that you need loads and loads and loads of food after a period of starvation, after having been in a famine for such a long time. And for the fact that my clients, they, they gain weight, quote unquote, too fast, they have to stop eating as much. They have to stop. They have to start ignoring their mental or physical hunger. What I can't even like again. I can't wrap my head around it. I can't accept it. I I'm so not okay with it. As I've said so many so many times before, unless there's a case of refeeding syndrome, and all these people are medically monitored, so that's not even the case here. We're talking about you need to start being in an abundance mindset now. If you're someone who's listening to this and thinks, you know what, I need to go inpatient or I need to get into a clinic. You know what? You don't have to. Why? Well, because in some cases you actually do. Maybe if you are, like I just said, are clinically underweight, you feel like I just need to be somewhere. And I actually once knocked on the door of a clinic and I said, guys, listen, I need help here. I just need to break out of this certain pattern. I need to break out of this I don't know, merry-go-round of just eating the same, same safe food over and over again and being being an orthorexic fucktwat, and I need to get out of that. Can you please help me? And they did, and 
you know, I gained a couple of kilos and there I was not recovered at all, but I was getting closer to nutritional rehabilitation that didn't recover me obviously, but you know, it did, it did the job at, at that point in my life. And if I would have known more, if I had more information, God knows where I would have been at the point at that point in my life, but I didn't. So, you know, you, you live and learn. And here we are now many years later, many moons later, and we're now coaching for six years. So, you know, things end well if you do the work. But anyway, going back to if you are someone who is starved, who is chronically thinking about eating food, watching food videos, what I eat in the day videos, thinking about food, planning food. Guys, that's all extreme mental hunger. If you're then on top of that, also having this physical extreme hunger or having this eating induced hunger, my, I would even argue that my extreme hunger plus my Lyme disease, both of them have saved me. I would not even say I would argue. No, this is just a, this is just a straight up fact. My extreme hunger plus my Lyme disease, both saved me from my eating disorder. They both made me recover because a due to Lyme disease, I had no life. I was just a vegetable sitting on the couch, being high as a kite on medication because I was in so much pain for those who are new here. I feel like there's a lot of not, I feel like I know there's a lot of new subscribers every single week. So for those who are new here, I have chronic Lyme disease. I get like I have eye pain attacks, but at that point in my life, I was in such severe pain. It's not even, I can't even describe it. It was so bad. It was so bad that I was planning trigger warning to end my life. It was so bad. I was suicidal. I didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. So the only thing that I had was my hunger and food, because if you eat, you make certain, you know, you like it's, it's a certain oxytocin, right? You, you create certain hormones, like there's happy hormones, um, that are being created, made, triggered, whatever. And so I was just sitting and listening to podcasts or watching quote unquote watching. I wasn't really watching, but I was listening to the TV and I was stuffing my face and that's, that's, that's all I did. And we're talking about jars of peanut butter, about cakes, like whole entire cakes. And I know a lot of people will listen to this and, and will maybe think, is she lying? Is she for real? Is this bitch for real? I know that I've been asked this before. Yeah, I've, I, I am not lying. I am for real. The thing is I didn't document this because I had chronic eye pain. So guess what? This, this girl wasn't on social media at the time. So I was just stuffing my face thinking, you know what? My life is like not going, going anywhere anyway. And about after a year or yeah, I would say one and a half years, my pain started to decrease. And I was also, of course, getting to a healthy weight range. I was overshooting, but that's another story for another time. And also I did record a separate podcast episode about that. So just scroll back. But uh, yeah, I was, I was just, I was eating in abundance. I was eating, like I said, I, I remember one, one time I opened this tin of Pringles and I remember for some reason, Pringles were scarier to me than normal crisps. I have no fucking clue why that's eating disorder math. Eating disorder math is no math. 
It, it's not even girl math. It's not boy math. It's no math. It doesn't make any sense. You would think, yeah, but it, 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 it is math because you do numbers and you count calories. Sure. But why would a, a thing of Pringles be more scary than normal chips or crisps, whatever you want to call it? Like, tell me why. No fucking clue. Anyway, so I had these Pringles on a real big pedestal. So I was thinking, oh God, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. And I started like to do the breathing method. Like with a shaking head, I went into the tin of Pringles. And once I started eating, I was getting this eating induced hunger. And I was like, oh fuck, is this, is this going to be it? And, um, kind of like how I record this podcast episode right now. I just, I go with God. I went with God and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to eat up up until I'm satisfied. And guess what? Up until I hit the end of the Pringles tube, tin, can, I I was satisfied. Um, Well, not even satisfied. I was satisfied for crisps. I was, my, my salty tooth was satisfied, but my sweet tooth was not satisfied. So I, I think I moved on to, I don't know, some brownies or cake or whatnot. I had a, usually a phase of things that I wanted to, you know, eat. Anyway, going circling back to the beginning, eating in abundance should be your mindset in recovery as a whole. Like if you're still holding back a lot, I would say you're still trying to recover in a very regimented way. And unfortunately, this is most often being done in clinics because they're not allowing you to eat in abundance. And to a certain extent, I kind of get it because they feel like they don't really have an overview of what people are eating. And also some people are like clinically diagnosed with binge eating disorder, which a lot of the times is, by the way, uh, not the right um, diagnosis, but that's also another podcast for another time. So usually in these clinics, you're still eating way too, you're technically under eating. I feel like I'm shouting for some reason at 11.30 p.m. I'm sorry for my neighbors, but you're kind of under eating in, in eating disorder units slash clinics whilst being supervised by professionals. Isn't that weird? But that's kind of like what's been going on. And it it, it does, honestly, it does upset me a lot. So when I saw that message from my client, I was like, oh God, here we go again. And it's still clearly a thing. So eating in abundance should be your mindset for the rest of your life in general, because I will never for the rest of my life, if I ever, for instance, I'm now TMI, but also not TMI. I'm on my period. I just got my period. And I was like, why am I so fucking hungry all this time? And I should, should have known because I look at my app and my, I'm lucky enough uh, that my period is super regular. I'm, I'm going to make an appointment soon to check if, my, if I have all my eggs, eggs intact because I might do want to do egg freezing. But um, I'm kind of scared to do a checkup for some reason because I hadn't eaten disorder for a decade and I lost my period for eight years. But once I got it back, it was like, bam, every single month, same time, same day. Like, I'm so lucky. Anyway, so I got my period and I'm starving today. I'm eating so much. And usually when I open up a bag of crisps or a tin of or a pack of cookies or biscuits or you name it. I allow myself to eat as much of it as I want. 
And people might say, oh yeah, you're lucky because you have this size body. Guys, it shouldn't be about that. I know I, I used to be like that. Yeah, I used to be like, oh yeah, but this person is lucky because they're that size body. You're always going to be the size body that fits with your genetics. So sure, maybe I am lucky, who knows, but that's not what it's about. It, sh it should be about your abundance mindset is for the rest of your life. It should, you could never say to someone with an eating disorder or with a past with an eating disorder, you still have to hold back like it's like a little bit to make sure that you're not going to go over the weight where you're supposed to be. Uh, what, excuse me, that's still dieting. That's still, that's actually the starting point of an eating disorder, I would say. So yeah, for me, that's been like a, a big no, no and a big no go. And I'm so, so freaking like upset that this is still happening and still ongoing. And yeah, eating, eating in abundance is where it's at. And, you know, my, like I said, my extreme physical and mental hunger and my Lyme saved me from my eating disorder, as most of you know, because I, I did record a podcast about sharing my story. But if you're still holding back, if you're noticing you're holding back because either you're in a clinic where they're not allowing you to eat as much as you want, you might have to look at alternatives once you're out of the clinic. Uh, or work with a coach who has also the abundance mindset. And B, if you're not in the clinic, this is your sign. This is your sign to start eating in abundance because no one is telling you you shouldn't. The only person who's telling you, or the person, the not, it's not even a person, the only thing that's telling you to hold back is your eating disorder or diet culture or your fat phobic uncle. That's it. Or your mom or your dad or whoever it is who's fat phobic and has internalized fat phobia or has like certain diet culture standards and all that jazz which we don't listen to okay you have an eating disorder you're on your own path this is your journey this is your path and you should focus on that okay all right i'm gonna stop my big ass rant here because i feel like i'm screaming into a microphone like nobody's business and i need to go to bed um, so that's it. <laughs> okay, bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many people as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation and support me is by screenshotting and sharing it on social media. And I would find it is so cool if you could leave a review as well on any platform you're listening on. If you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Danielle Fenke. See you here next week.